0: Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. I don't like saying that because they don't own us. This is, a, it's not a Marvel Avengers podcast. It's a, it's an independent thing. You should just say
1: an Avengers podcast. An Avengers podcast. Yeah. Okay. We can, you know, we could be talking the Avengers from the, with Diana Rigg and, yep. you know, the 60s <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Well, we
0: obviously have had such a busy, busy, busy year talking MCU uh
1: the marty cinematic universe <laughs> oh
0: no <laughs> marty scorsese uh we are going to be talking about this is our last episode of the year or maybe this is the first episode of the new year this is the first episode of 2022 so before we move forward it's a lot of twos in there we're gonna look back and we are going to be talking about some of our favorite moments from 2021 on screen big and small we're going to be talking about, about the size. Uh, our favorite new character, our favorite villain, and our favorite fight scene. It's about the motion of the ocean. Really excited to uh, dive in. The ocean? Oh, the ocean. Uh, my name's Emmanuel. Hey, I'm Andrew. Hey, what's up? I'm John. And we're Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Variants. Whoa, shit.
1: That's true. Yeah, we're all from different universes. We all shoot webs at different orifices from our body. Okay, I bit the spider.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's turning into a radioactive person. It just wants to go get a job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we're really excited. I'm going to go through all of the things. So this year has been, after an entire year, 2020, of nothing MCU, we got a whole lot this last year. Did you all feel kind of... overwhelmed the overwhelmed <clears throat> is it has it has it reached the point where it's kind of saturated for you or are you like everything's different enough i like having a little a little marvel every month
1: uh i think like when you look back on it i think where we're talking about it now i feel like it is overwhelming <laughs> like when you look back at whatever because it was basically something that happened every month you know even shit even including venom which which i did not see um no but plan to see with um but everything you know and it's so crazy because like it felt like this year went by really quickly, but it also felt like a long time ago. You know, because Wandavision happened, you know, at the beginning yeah. of the year. I remember watching a Wandavision episode when you know here in Texas when it was fucking snowed in, like when we had like that fucking snow crisis. Um, I didn't
0: have power, so I
2: wasn't watching anything.
1: <laughs> that was the Agatha All Along episode, actually. From that's how <laughs> really? I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was that it week.
2: Was awesome. We had power and water here um, the entire time. It was crazy.
1: So it it definitely. F- feels overwhelming now looking back at it, but I think when it happened, I was just excited to, you know, to get it. stuff, yeah. And it's so funny, though, because you would think you'd be oversaturated at this point. And I think some people are, depending on, you know, whether, you know, whether or not they take offense to Scorsese comics or not. Um, But they, uh, it's not, like, super overwhelming to think about it, because everything that they've put out is kind of good. You know, if if everything was bad, then, like, or if, like, one thing was bad, or if two out of the 12 things that came out this month were, like, were you know, I don't know if it's 12 or not, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, if those things were bad, then maybe there was, like, the, the potential to be kind of, like, bored of it at this point. But everything that's come out is very different from the last thing, so... Um, and, and
0: the next thing is two weeks away always. So it's not like you have time to dwell on whatever thing you might have been disappointed oh, in. Yeah. If you were like, oh, I didn't like that thing, it's fine. There's a whole yeah, new... Yeah, yeah, just wait. <laughs> just wait a, bit, a couple yeah. weeks. Um, uh, Drew, are, 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 what, what did you think about this entire year of Marvel? I... I mean, obviously, we have a pod. We watch all this stuff. You work at a comic book shop, but I do know some people who who you know uh, watch every single Marvel movie that have fallen off and said, "Like, I haven't seen half
2: of the shows on TV." But but, what do you think about all the Marvel stuff this year? Yeah, I think it's pretty crazy because I think at the beginning of the year after Endgame, I was like, "Well, what's next?" Like, you can only go downhill from here. Like, that was it, and they're not going to be um, adventurous, and they're not. It's going to be the same formula and stuff like that. So, I was one of the Marvel skeptics. Um, For sure, uh, going into the the new phase, thinking that, you know, it's been almost 11, 12 years since you started this thing. Um, we you were ha- just little boys at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. In 2008, I mean, John was graduating high school, you know, and stuff. And so I'm like, okay. Like, and I was born. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm younger than him and stuff like that. So it was a long time ago now. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, now not only are you trying to attract the new viewer, you're also trying to appease the people who have been with you since the beginning. And I just wondered how they were going to find that type of balance. And I didn't think they were going to get as comic booky, I think as they did. And that's because, you know, the, the mainstream audience where like, I, I, I know that a lot of people's, who come to the shop there is sometimes it's their first time in and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, I want to read this because I like the movie, which it's crazy to see this as kind of like the gateway drugs and um, to the, the actual source materials and the uh, things like that. But I remember again, being a, a skeptic because of, of, of that, you know, um, type of stuff that it was going to be uh, put, a, you know, come up against eventually. But <clears throat> I mean, we just got the debut of the, of the Disney plus series and it's already felt like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already got some, some really, really big, uh, heavy hitters in, in that sense where like how many Emmys were, was WandaVision yeah. nominated for and stuff like that. And Agatha all along in the, the billboards, you know, uh, for fucking a, a song and stuff like that. So it's one of those things where it's like, man, like Loki was awesome and you had Hawkeye, which was awesome and Falcon Winter Soldier and what if, and, um, it's just crazy to see like, okay, that's your beginning. So how do you step it up from there? and um obviously loki getting season 2 what if getting season 2 miss marvel the she hulk uh, uh moon knight all that stuff uh it 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 has to kind of go up against the debuting series that 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 came out but um yeah I was really uh I I was I was eating my words every week or every month because uh, I was a skeptic and I'm happy to because it's it's it it means that they uh, they have kind of found a, a, another groove, so to speak, and it, it really is kind of becoming like comic books where, like, did you check out the miniseries or did you just read the full main series? Yeah. So, like, Black, you know, in, in, you know, there's a, a Marvel Zombies, obviously, is getting its, its own. I, I love that they're listening, too, where it's like, you liked Agatha in WandaVision? That She's worked? getting her own show. Yeah. Uh, you love Marvel Zombies from What If? We're getting that show. And so I think it's really, really cool that, Um, they're they're open to new ideas as well and stuff that wasn't on their slate necessarily in the first place. But now, uh, you know, based on fan reaction, they're going to dive into that stuff. But... um yeah, you know, in in comics you can read the main Marvel se- Marvel Zombie series 1 through 8, 1 through 6 or you can choose to get the spin-offs and stuff like that too, you know, Resurrections and Dead Days and all that good stuff. And so now it's really becoming like that to where like some people don't have Disney Plus, they only watch the movies in theaters and um and that's okay, but uh when it gets to, you know, Doctor Strange is talking about Westview um in Multiverse of Madness and you don't know what that is and uh you don't know you you kind of don't get the full fleshed out character of Wanda's motivation for why she's doing what she's doing. You just kind of see her as the villain, which, um, again, I think is going to lose a lot of people at some point. Um, even with some of the more out there ideas like Eternals and stuff like that, that isn't so multiverse centered, uh, centric. This phase is getting, you know, lackluster, not reviews, but I I just don't think people are going to watch them, so that's why I'm so excited for it to come to Disney Plus in the next couple of days, but yeah, um, it's one of those things where I think Marvel is surprising me every month and every single time that they release something. Um, I think my least favorite thing of this year for Marvel was probably Falcon Winter Soldier, but that's what's crazy is people are like, oh, you think that sucks? I was like, no, it's just that everything else is better and yeah. everything else is is good. You know, Falcon, Winter Soldier is good, but everything else was just so much more like, you know, top notch, even with... Um, I know a lot of people didn't really dig Black Widow, but... <clears throat> Even getting Scarlett Johansson's swan song as Black Widow was um, really, really awesome. So I commend Marvel, and I, I you know, obviously Spider Man. I don't. Nothing needs to be said about that. You know about the success already. A billion dollars in the pandemic era. It's kind of making the pandemic era look like not super
1: spreader events, if anything. Yeah,
2: yeah, ex- and it might contribute to the pandemic <laughs> continuing for a while. But um, I think that that was really special. What what was there, especially with people not gathering for a long time, and then getting together and getting to witness this s- cinematic I mean, like event super event yeah you know? exactly and it, it's crazy that we're having these things now because it'd be like spielberg doing a crossover of all his movies and you're like oh shit like i, I don't get that it was ready know?
0: player one <laughs> i'm just kidding no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's close but yeah i'm gonna really go down cool. the list so in the, the, the in the theater the old cinema uh basically marvel marvel's still in the theaters it's kind of crazy but w- the movies that came out this year black widow shang chi and the legend of the ten rings eternals and spider Spider went Spider-Man: Venom. No Way Home, and on Disney Plus, I mean, yeah. what Venom a year? Let the, Venom: Let the big No, that doesn't count. Oh, um, yeah, uh, or does it? This, or, yeah, where does it? This year, I mean, what a you launch stay for the after credits or No, no, what a launch for. <laughs> I don't stay for the before credits or uh, in between. To credits, be honest, the before credits.
2: I thought that Marvel was going to start doing that, like like the way comics start. Sometimes they'll start with like a uh, like a one shot or something like that. Yeah. I thought they were going to start to flip to that, like Pixar's like. Short, shorts. shorts? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, that's good.
2: The one-shots. Yeah. The, and on, and After, on the TV,
0: or I guess not TV, D- the Disney Plus series, WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, and Hawkeye, all of that came out this year. Crazy. So as we go through our list and talk about our favorite new character, favorite villain, favorite fight scene, um, we can pull from any of these. And there's quite a bit to pull from, but let's kick it off. John, What was who was your favorite new character in the MCU across all seven of these things, or, or eight of these things? Favorite Favorite? Favorite new character?
1: Shit. It's kind of, I mean, doesn't... A whole lot of new characters aren't like kind of, I guess, enum. So I'm going to have to go ahead and say my favorite new character introduced this year from the MCU is probably Kate Bishop. Hmm. Kate Bishop is a really cool character that was introduced in Hawkeye. Hawkeye is obviously a character that's been around for a good minute. I wouldn't say like a long time, but I think like... She's been around for a good minute, and um, the way Haley Steinfeld plays her in the in the show is just awesome. Like she's super optimistic, uh, like a f- Hawk, Hawkeye fan girl, um, just really wanting to be a superhero. And also, it just backs it up too in, with her skill. You know, um, just the presence that uh, the you know the, just the the screen presence that she has, the 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 uh, you know the the chemistry she has with um, with Jeremy Renner. The chemistry she has with uh with Florence Pugh's Yelena character in that one is just awesome. So I think uh, K Bishop, even though it just came at the very end of the year, I think a runner-up for me would have been one of the Eternals. Um, but the uh, yeah, she was fantastic, and I can't wait to see her. Uh, you know, take up the mantle of Hawkeye from going on from here on out. If Brenner doesn't want to do any more. I'm sure he's probably going to be back in some sort of capacity. But I can't wait for uh to, i can't wait to see more k bishop in the mcu going forward
0: yeah and then yeah you you brought up a great point we'll talk about our favorite characters but there is a lot of passing of the of the torch to the, or the baton what do you pass gas to the next generation and k bishop i think she did a fantastic job gas to, to the next to the, generation. Yeah. the new avengers yeah she she i she farted her way into the new <laughs> avengers now she's great andrew who is your favorite new character in the mcu and you can only pick one and then we'll go around and talk about, like, runner-ups and stuff. But
2: <clears throat> Okay, so, uh, yeah. If you uh, say all the Eternals, I swear to God, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> Sprite. the— Sprite. All the Avengers. The Leprechaun that uh, Patton Oswald okay. was. Okay, that just was kidding. fun. Hip. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, it's funny that John picked Kate Bishop because I actually picked Yelena, um, Florence Pugh's yeah. uh, Yelena, which I, I think is crazy because— and New Black Widow yeah yeah obviously the passing of the torch of the the black the black widow and you know she's already had a couple of screen very uh comic accurate uh outfits that i thought were were, were, were costumes were, were were which were really cool but i think it's just a different dynamic with this black widow which she's so much she's already super three-dimensional if that's so, you know because because obviously you get um um uh, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Um, and and she's an established actress for a while, and you know Florence Pugh's uh, up and comer, and she's had some some hits, obviously Little Women and Midsummer, uh, Midsummer, yeah, mm-hmm. and um and then obviously Fighting with My Family, yeah, and she was awesome as, as and- Paige, in Fighting with My Family, and Stephen Merchant's Fighting with My Family, but um yeah yeah so she's an up and comer, and so when I when you see you know Scarlett Johansson, while she did kind of have uh, a little bit of depth, and you got it over time, even. Like in her last outing, you got the most uh, time, the the most time with her, and the most fleshed out she's ever been in that movie. But it came a little bit like too late, and so it's one of those things where she's already way uh, deeper, I think, as a character, and uh, she's a little sister, and so she's a lot more got more of a little bit of a, more of a like a devious, uh, funny dynamic um, with with a lot of the characters that she ends up. Um, playing and coming in contact and that's what i love about her is that she's so funny surprisingly funny which i never expected like black widow's the funny one and now she she's gonna be that that type of thing but um i think she knocks it out of the park in in hawkeye spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but i don't know why you wouldn't have seen it if you listen to this episode but <clears throat> um really really um just a big fan of her and i when we went to the the academy award museum they had the flower dress from itsamar and i kind of like fangirled um over the uh, the dress but uh yeah, and she's already that yeah. t- at, at that type of level where I'm like, damn, we're talking. She's in the Academy Award Museum in this, you know, um, a lot of that. Yeah, you know, Haley Seinfeld, Florence Pugh, they have the
0: charisma that you kind of want to see from a, a big budget superhero character or really like lead superhero yeah. in, in in their at least generation. But yeah, I mean, I. You know, you think about the original Avengers, and it's Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, a lot of Chris's. Chris, um, uh, uh, shoot, who's Mario again? Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Um, but they've all got that kind of. Um, they've they've all got this this charisma on screen, and I think Haley with Florence Pugh, they they have their own, and I think it's it's really good. They get, uh, but I there's so many other new characters, but I think my favorite introduction he had a big impact, but wasn't necessarily in the series too much. But I think Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror uh, is is a great introduction. He Who Remains. Mm -hmm. He He Who Remains. I think it's it's going to be huge for the MCU. But I think it's also great to see Jonathan Majors in a role that seemingly is really, really playful, um, but also really sinister. And I know we're going to see him a lot more kind of the introduction of thanos times 10 maybe or 100 um we'll have to see but yeah i I thought it was fun he had a lot of great play with loki and sylvie who is also another new character but where uh yeah I, i think uh yeah i was excited to see him on screen and i think we're gonna see more of him Later, um, but let's talk about some of the the runner ups. I mean, well, I mean, Agatha <laughs> Harkness is
1: a new character. Agatha Harkness, I love uh, Shang Chi himself. Shang
0: Chi himself, which I think, yes, is a fantastic. We may talk more about Katie uh, that movie later. Katie is played by Aquafina. Uh,
2: oh yes, Um is actually a pretty funny. I love you know, uh, Strange Supreme. Um, I Strange also love Supreme. Marvel Zombies, all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, every, I also every love, zombie uh, in there. <laughs> uh, classic Loki, glorious purpose, amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Richard, and you're like, uh, damn, that's such a such an amazing.
0: Name? All those Loki variants were really Richard fun. Richard who?
1: The, the, the uh, actor. Grant. No, Richard, Grant. Yep. Yeah, Richard Grant. Really? Yeah. E Grant. Yeah, Richard Grant. Is it really? I got it. Grant? I think there's a, an Damn, yeah, I'm Grant. so good.
0: Yeah. yeah. That uh, That's really good. I mean, I don't want to talk too much because we're going to talk about <laughs> villains later but there's some really good villains that are introduced in what if but also in all the other series but i think it's really great too to get the, the caliber we already talked about florence Pugh, but to have aquafina in the mcu i think is really fantastic to
2: have some of these you got star fox fucking harry yeah. styles in uh, michelle yo <laughs> is in chung chi yeah
1: pip elf you have a. Uh, um, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus playing Fontaine,
0: which is probably a very <clears> big <throat> introduction for the the series overall. Yeah, and freaking well, I don't know if he's new, but name's Kingpin is pretty new, I guess too. Yeah, uh, Tobey Maguire, Char- Char- Andrew Garfield, Cox.
1: <laughs> yeah, I all guess so. of the I mean, Spider-Man they're, like, actors the are kind of not really new, but they're I guess they're like a, and they're there. Yeah, um, canonized. It is, it is really cool to see like yeah like a giant addition to the already famous cast that is like you know the. Um, the MCU, so it's it, it's pretty awesome yeah. to see all of this stuff. And huge. even the um, uh, huge, I did the Trump fingers, yeah. I mean, even all the Eternals, like all the Eternals who were like every single Eternal was brand new, and they just like introduced them. Arisham himself is in the MCU now, <laughs> yeah. There's 10
2: Eternals, right? God. Can, can you name all the 10? Nope. Uh, let's see. Uh, Prancer, <laughs> dasha Dance, Dasha Dancer, Prancer, Fixing, comma, Cupid, Donoblitz. You can't name them, no, can really? You? Yeah, go. So, uh, Sprite, nope, mm-hmm. I'm just, that's a drink. Um, Icarus. Mm-hmm. Cersei, How Kingo, I check you? I don't know. Fastos, um, Druig. Dina, Druig, Mercari, um, uh, you got uh, Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh, and yeah. then you got, uh, uh, there's one more, who, who am I missing? Who's this one? That's Kingo. Oh, yeah. You said that already. Yeah. Did okay. you say Kingo? Yeah, I said Kingo. And then there's one more... Um, um, Ajax. Ajax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was um, about to look it up, but didn't need to. Yes, I'm a high. <laughs> yeah. so.
0: Um yeah, Ajax. A lot of a lot of Eternals. Well, let's talk about some of our
1: favorite uh,
0: speaking it New characters. Ajax? Is that It I is Ajax. That that. Ajax. Yeah. It's also a soap.
1: Wasn't Ajax the the character from Deadpool? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Ajax. A- it's Ajax, you're right. A J A K. Yeah, cuz
1: I was like Ajax is uh, the Deadpool. Really. A-
2: a- yeah, cuz it's named after a soap. Yeah.
1: Right, that's right. Yeah, that's the joke in that movie. Yeah. So
2: yeah, so it, it is Ajax. So cool, You're
1: yeah. Right. Eternal. Every Eternal is a pretty cool backup. See,
2: that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I I'm, I'm sure he... we've
0: even missed some, like Red Guardian. We do not even talk about him, but there's a oh, lot of yeah, likes. Yeah. there's yeah. a lot yeah. of big. The... Well, let's talk about our favorite villains. Of course, part of having a hero is having a night a villain. Um, but a villain. Who... Now
2: I want to go first. Now. Yeah,
0: Andrew, you can go first. Who's your go favorite villain? And I'll start with the next. I guess I'll start the next one to be fair. But what is your? Who is your favorite villain that you you were introduced to this year? Twenty. 21. Damn it, I don't know. What? You wanted to go yeah, first. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, But like, I just
2: wanted first dibs so that way no one would say mine. You've got the pick of the litter. <clears throat> um, US agent, I guess. We didn't talk about He's new, too. Yeah, it's true. But he's kind and of a He's a villain. villain, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Kind of an anti-hero. Um,
2: I'm going to go with Wenwu, the Mandarin, whatever you want to call him. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, Perfect. Played by Tony Leong. Uh, and I think Shang-Chi is probably one of the best things that they've released this year, along with WandaVision mm-hmm. and Loki um but yeah just just obviously a phenomenal actor phenomenal performance some very three-dimensional like um killmonger type of stuff where it's just you you get the motivation and yeah exactly and you you understand Mm -hmm. why he's doing what he's doing and um obviously obviously just it's it's some stellar fight sequences as well some dragon ball z-level shit um that ends up happening and uh yeah just uh, a lot of i love the culture that's packed in that movie it's really really um amazing yeah mm-hmm.
0: john who's your fi- i mean yeah i mean what can you say maybe one of the best villains in the mcu ever ever yeah. uh very high up there uh, empathetic You're sen- you're sentimental
2: towards him but he's also really really scary i mean i character. think i think we need to do a what if like episode on him only yeah. like man that'd be fucking amazing if you can get tony leong to be uh to voice him again oh yeah i think yeah.
0: That, that that'd be awesome i and what a great origin um for Shang Chi too to have him, uh, you know, Tony. Well, be, and, the, and to obviously, foil. you know,
2: there, there's just a lot of like obvi- some racism based in that yeah. like that character and that and, Mandarin and, correction, and, right? Yeah, that's, and so that's it, it's the same good, thing where good, like the yeah. Mandarin is is a lot uh, of racism back, you know, back when it, the character was created and stuff, and it's yeah. the same thing when Shang Chi's uh, birth parent in, in the comics and stuff like that. So for it, them to spin him both characters into one uh, in in a way, but also just be so progressive and uh, you know it natural i think yeah there's a way to you know sometimes you're on the nose and so it's it's really really cool for them to for that movie to mesh as well as it does And it's gonna age yeah. uh, and
0: it's like that it's that classic thing of your favorite villains are always the ones you can agree with in an interesting way and totally young you're like okay i actually think he's a good man he's a good guy but he's just making some wrong decisions because of giant demon <laughs> yeah, dragon yeah. talking to him yeah, am exactly. i right it happens to all of us you hit, yeah you hit it when that happens john what uh, john what's uh, who's your favorite villain he's got
2: I, I already know what he's gonna pick with it's probably pretty nice.
1: uh no i think it's um my favorite villain is actually going to be u.s agent damn it Never mind. because oh, u.s agent is actually no because like no the, it's not I'm just kidding. he's a pretty tragic character when you watch that show i mean yeah. i know that that show kind of I don't want to say foul, but it's, it's still a very impactful show. It's just everything else was kind of a little bit more impactful, Kurt I guess, Russell in my said? opinion. Hmm? Is that Kurt <clears throat> Yeah, White Russell yeah. Played, yeah, yeah. plays a U.S. agent, or um, and John Walker. I think that's his, his real right. name in the in the show. Um, yeah, the tragic. You know, it's it's a very tragic character, a guy who obviously has like PTSD from his time in the military, and then you know is is kind of a little you know unstable when it comes to his new job as Captain America, and then you know the pressure gets to him um and then his best friend is killed you know you can't you he can't help but go down this wrong path and even though you're kind of watching the show kind of thinking like you know goddamn, what the hell are you doing like it's very sad to see him fall that route you can tell he doesn't want to be there yeah he has a very kind of weird half-assed redemption like in the last episode but um it is really cool to see that like he's not a bad guy he's just kind of he like helps you know out, yeah he helps out and he's also like you know obviously very very deeply disturbed because of what's happening to him
0: and there's also like there's a visceral reaction to see someone else with captain america's shield that's just as a viewer and you're like i think that's the
1: viewer thing but you know i think the character is aware of that too and the character that that builds to the character's frustration yeah i mean on why he's so like you know why he's like that in the show and that's why he lashes out to everybody in his you know in his circle why he has that fight with bucky why he has that fight with um with Uh, with Falcon. falcon and um i don't know it's just it's it's a tragedy watching it it's just like man that's crazy and, so i think he kind of takes the cake in my opinion for the um i think i know what you you think i was going to take but i don't, that one is at least more of an original villain i guess in this case because the other one's kind of you know it, there was a pick as a runner up for me would to pick like you know infinity ultron or yeah or like uh, green goblin i guess in this case for the like i guess third time in this case but uh you know <laughs> doc Ock yeah, again exactly but you know, U.S. Agent definitely takes the cake when it comes to that because that's um, that was a pretty tragic during that storyline. It was a pretty tragic story uh, storyline to see. So
2: yeah, I'm, I mean, he's got one of the most powerful moments of the MCU this year when he kills that guy, and you're like, holy shit! I remember that episode ending and being like, whoa, yeah, mm-hmm. that was insane. Yeah, it's it's intense.
0: It's honestly kind of a it's kind of a moment you don't really see in the MCU that often. Something that yeah. that's not just violent but also leaves that that kind of impact um, my favorite villain uh, is I believe from the first, mcu thing this year and i think it's agatha harkness i feel like the reveal and there was something about wandavision that was special anyways you were like everyone's looking for mephisto <laughs> he's my yeah. favorite villain actually Of the yeah you never see him
1: it, exactly he's, he's the, around he's the the untold villain <laughs> untold that hits villain. everybody's everybody's theories but there's
0: something about that series that made you made it almost appointment television to watch it and that agatha reveal first of all being kind of light and fun like you know it's she's revealed in that modern family-esque mockumentary episode as being behind the scenes um and then i think her uh her her backstory being a witch um and really just where she's left off at yeah Yeah. i think it's really cool of course um uh, Catherine han is fantastic she got nominated for an emmy for her role in the Mm -hmm. thing but i yeah there's nothing like agatha and agatha all along and i think it worked just because of the way they revealed her yeah. um and i really hope to see more of her as a villain but there's a there's a bunch of you, you talk about Infi- infinity ultron that was up there for me too um only because uh i in terms of threat i guess level He's pretty high. He, yeah, but he's like, like his, he's bulldozing. He to planets. kill the Watcher. Yeah, like, just like in general, like he killed uh, a universe. He killed Most Thanos. Like in the killed first Thanos, like Thanos right away. So I think he's up there. Um, we obviously have the the Icarus. Icarus. Yeah, yeah. In eternal as and then I guess who's Ar- the villain in, uh, You're gonna make up these names.
2: I'm not even no. Right. That's the <laughs> Celestial. Oh, okay, that, that almost comes out or whatever. No, no, that's the one that's like, hey, you're gonna do oh, this. Okay, the big and one that just like shows up.
0: I'm trying to remember uh, what the name of the villain is in Black Widow, but he was pretty awful. Taskmaster?
1: Or no. Well, not Taskmaster. Dreykov. Dreykov. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, that was a tough scene. That was a pretty t- tough scene.
0: He's, yeah, like, yeah. hitting people, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, he's, he's hardcore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know Kingpin who the, another King Kingpin I love Pin it because she, be she hits him with that you hit like a
1: bitch and you're Ooh. like God damn. Kingpin was a pretty crazy villain yeah, you know,
2: yeah, like, yeah well, a surprise villain
0: I, I loved it and if you have all the villains in the world that you would need in No Way Home all um, uh, six all to, six to yeah that. you have a ton six, and then to actually seven. and then mental health like you know chemical imbalance also is a villain grief, in No Way Home what is grief grief if ugh. not Love Gosh. persevering, baby. Wanda vision, am I right? Still maybe one of the best things they've done. And then Loki, of course, had I guess we were he talking about remains. He yeah, Who yeah. Remains. But Sylvie also Ms. in like, in Minutes. a way. Ravana hey, was also kind of a Ranslayer. a, a yeah. bad person in Miss that Minutes. um Miss Minutes is evil. But there's a whole lot of great villains mm-hmm. this this year, and a lot of them were really fleshed out. And I feel like in a, in a series, you're able to kinda, you know, flesh out these villains a little bit more. I yeah, and I and I kind of like that in that's, a weird way.
1: That's pretty awesome. Andrew at the beginning of the pod did kind <clears> of <throat> say like this is more like a comic book than it's ever been, and I think it is true because you think you get these series, these Disney Plus series, which are kind of like the the um, single series. Like you know, you get like a single series of a person yeah. or like of a character, and then the events are the movies now. So like now Disney has kind of or Marvel, I guess in this case, have kind of perfected the method. So where you you know you get a series. And then something shit is gonna hit the fan either in the last episode or in a movie, which yeah. is gonna be pretty cool. Like, you know, like, and especially, I think, I'm thinking more specifically when it comes to Hawkeye and Loki. Yeah. Cause those things are, even though there was payoff in their last episodes, obviously there's gonna be held to pay in some sort of future event that yeah. you, you have seen. And there's seen yet. something, you're right, cause going to the movie
0: theaters, that's a time sensitive thing, as we're seeing with Spider Man owning 92% of the box office when yeah. it comes out. But there's something evergreen about the series where I can watch WandaVision. Today and start today, yeah, and still get just as much as when it premiered a year ago. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of rewatchability, which is fantastic. All right, we're gonna talk about our favorite fight scene, and I'm gonna kick it off. Um, and I think everybody knows what I'm gonna be. I already know, and I'm only gonna say it because we cannot leave this off because this may be one of the best fight scenes, uh, on on in on film. I already know, on digital tape or You're whatever they filmed this. Go ahead, and it's the bus scene from I Shang-Chi. It. I fucking knew it. You can't really ignore how fantastic Shang-Chi is, and maybe all of our. Fight scenes are from this one movie, but <laughs> the fight scene from, especially the the kind of controlled aspect. I mean, we already talked about how it's choreographed by uh, someone who uh, was from the Jackie Chan.
2: Stunt team, stunt team. It's so great. It's, it's an it, homage to police story where where remember he fights on the yeah. bus. He's hanging outside the bus, and you're like, holy shit! It's like
0: improvised. He's always on defense, but then it just heightens every minute. Where now the brake lines are cut, and yeah. now it's almost cut in half, and now it's and people like people
1: are falling out. Almost people yeah. are
0: falling out, and it's so great, and it's tense, and it begins in such a like kind of small. Uh, misunderstanding, and his I just remember, you're like, "What's happening?" And here? he does the one inch punch to the, start that w- shit. And then the a dude has like a knife for an arm, and you're like, "Oh yeah, my gosh. For an arm. It's insane, yeah. and it's really fun. And Aquafina, of course, does a great job, kind of being that that droid- driver and, that and, saying, and yeah. the driver. And I think it's yeah, it's it's got to be that scene. It's probably up there, just in fight scenes. She's in the general. Asian name, Jeff Gordon. It. Yeah, it's it's so great. But the bus scene. From Shang-Chi, is already worth
1: the price of admission for that movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, on its own. But, uh, John,
0: what, what what's your favorite fight scene?
1: Yeah, I mean, commenting on Shang-Chi, anything in Shang-Chi fight scene is just amazing. I mean, I kind of want to choose the Wenwu fight scene as it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to... Well, it's only because something where I saw, just on the scope, is huge, is probably the Guardians of the Multiverse versus Infinity Ultron. Oh, yeah, that's big. That is that's an good. amazing fight scene. It's just like, there is literally galaxies dying. At some point.
2: I think Thor throws Mjolnir and then Doctor Strange splits Mjolnir into like 500 Mjolnirs. And yeah. you're like, oh, damn. Doctor
1: Strange throws zombies on. Uh,
0: and they really can't even, they, it still doesn't work most of the yeah. time. I mean, yeah. well, you
2: can't
1: do this also. Like, I think that the scope of this fight scene is like you can't do this in live action. Like, yeah. you know, as, as much as Marvel seems to be pushing the boundaries of what can be done in live action, that is like so fantastical that you're just like, there's no way. Like the budget would have to be like, you know, end game size just for that scene. Um. Yeah. That just because what if kind of seems like a sleeper when it comes to the Marvel series because it's animated. A lot of people
0: the the least watched thing of MCU this year.
1: I mean, I can see that because it's it's animated and it's anthology. You know, you're not really there's nothing, or at least people think that there's nothing because it really does kind of follow Loki. Because Loki, yeah, Loki splits the multiverse, and then this happens right after that. And there's an assumption that the stakes are don't matter. Right, yeah, and but well, until you watch that episode, like the especially, episode with the Ultron and stuff, is like the last episode, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's literally murdering universes across the board. Like Ultron kills Captain Marvel and everybody, like in that yeah. in that universe that he's from, almost kills the Yeah, he, yeah, and that fight with uh, which is a good runner-up when he actually fights uh the Watcher there. Um, but that fight scene is just amazing. Like yeah. I thought it was just. Awesome, when you're watching it, and then especially having some of the voice actors there, like you have Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, um, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, you know, uh, Haley Atwell as, as Carter, they're all, like, there. And it's just, like, that's pretty That's pretty freaking awesome. So I think that takes the cake as the fight scene of the year for me. Yeah,
0: great fight scene. <clears throat> it's kind of, you know, endgame level uh, <laughs> yeah, giant fight scene, for sure. Andrew, what's your favorite fight scene of the year? Uh,
2: my favorite fight scene of the year is going to go to the Spider-Man versus the Sinister Five. Mm, that's um, good, that's good. And, and to be honest, it, it starts at the Goblin versus <laughs> Spider-Man where they're fighting in the building and it's just this brutal, brutal fight, uh, fist fight with the Goblin um, that kind of ends up turning on... With a cameo by uh, the lizard for some reason? Yeah, yeah. He and, goes up there, he's like, I told you! Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> so starts to off. fucking pound his ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, yeah, from then on and then obviously you get the crazy Anne May stuff and then it goes into the the three Spider-Man versus the, the four villains because I think... Uh, um, there's not six villains in this. Because yeah. so Doc Ock so is there, good there's now. There's five, and then yeah. you, you take away Doc Ock. It's, it's against four villains. And um, just amazing. Obviously, one of the best, um, I think, pieces of, I don't even know what to call it. Like, 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 like long, 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 Term storytelling, in, in, yeah. When I mean, because I think other films will try to copy that type of thing eventually, but it's not gonna. It the might Flash, not be super. Yeah, I'm just maybe yeah. Another comic book, uh, a company that's not DC. I guess because it ain't working. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just crazy that I don't think we'll see anything uh, like this type <clears throat> of of stuff ever. It would be like. Like Daniel Craig meeting Sean Connery in a James Bond movie, and you're like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, you're that's like, this, right, this yeah, is yeah. like crazy, you
0: know. And it's great because the way that it's written, they obviously can't, they don't know how to work together. But then uh, Tom Holland was with the Avengers, like it, they they write it so that they still have a mini arc in the fight, you know, where like, oh, now we can we can coordinate our spidiness. Um But yeah, that's that's a good. So that was your favorite fight scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah, that's I, have, one. I have two runner-ups, but go ahead and say. Well, yours. well no, I mean, I don't. Ha- I mean, obviously, you don't we, have, we oh, talked you, about you a ton of Shang-Chi. Sh- 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 yeah, sh- yeah sh- I already sh- did mine, sh- and I and yeah, a lot of the fights in Shang Chi, especially towards the end when he gets, hit, you know, the the rings, that's really good. Um, there's a there's a really cool fight scene in Falcon Winter Soldier when they try to disarm U.S. agent. I thought that was maybe the most gruesome fight scene in the mcu this year because know, that godman
2: spider-man shit was that's crazy. true that was hardcore too but there were like does a spine buster wwe yeah. style through the fucking building
0: wandavision has a fight scene too heavily cgi in the air uh, vision kind of been one of the weakest cards colors of WandaVision. yeah like
2: visions fighting e- eternals has some of
0: that weird Ooh, eternals that, has so a good that was fight my two runner up, yeah, yeah my, yeah.
2: my runner-ups were uh the lokis versus alioth alioth yeah which was amazing because you get the glorious purpose thing and it's fucking insane. Uh, and then it would be Icarus versus the Eternals because, you yeah. know, seeing Fastos and uh, Macari. Ma- Macari whip the shit out they of Icarus. They all have to get him,
0: yeah. It was um, amazing. Yeah, and maybe one of the best settings for a fight happens in that Eternals because and that kind the, of, not in a green screen. Yeah, It's <laughs> like in a giant ocean. Funniest fight, maybe Red Guardian versus Taskmaster. That was really fun. That was a good one, yeah. And Black Widow. Um, And then, I mean, Spider-Man's always so cheeky when he's fighting. It's... It's good to see him fighting anyone. He's got, like, funny one-liners and stuff Mm -hmm. going on. And you didn't know what to call that scene. uh, Andrew uh, Scorsese would say, I was looking it up, a worldwide audiovisual entertainment.
1: That's what we'll call it. Isn't it all audiovisual entertainment, Mm, Scorsese? Maybe. No, I'm just playing. I mean, I'm not going to be getting involved. (laughs) Find that
0: <laughs> Well, picture. that's that's our favorite new character, favorite villain, favorite <coughs> fight scene. I guess I'll throw this at the end. Well, I, here's, I'll preview what's coming out this coming year, and then we'll go around the horn. The final thing we'll say is what we're look, most looking forward to. So next year on Disney+, Plus, there will be Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Miss Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, those are all confirmed to release next year. And then on the, on the silver screen, uh, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever... Andrew, what are you most looking forward to next year? If you can only pick one, and yeah, what would be your, your most uh, anticipated MCU thing for 2022?
2: Uh, mine would be Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, I guess, if we're going to get more multiverse if, yeah. if if this Loki variant situation and these Spider-Men um, is anything to kind of foreshadow this next one, it, it feels like Multiverse of Madness might be the Avengers level. Yeah. I know we just felt like we had an Avengers level, uh, but it was only with one character. Every year, there's a, every year character. there's an M- Avengers level <laughs> event now. Apparently, yeah. so uh, Doctor Strange. I think it's I think it's the first movie that's coming out, which I it's crazy. May I think, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, to just you know, with the theories of there being you know. Uh, Strange Supreme coming out from What If and uh, Captain Carter and things like that, and and the uh, fact that X Sam, Sam Raimi's directing returning. Right? Yeah, exactly. Sam Raimi and Danny Elfman returned to form with the genre that they help uh, kind of kick off with Blade and uh, X Men. Um, we don't talk about what, that Spider Man, huh? Yeah, Spider Man. Okay, yeah. I was like, you said Sam Raimi did Blade and X Men. No, it? no, wow. I said they, he helped kick it off with Blade and X Men. Like the, 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 they all, all three of those kind of started the the modern superhero. Obviously, there was those superhero movies before that but um doctor who <laughs> uh but yeah so it, it's it's gonna be really exciting to see what happens there um especially you know he, he laid a doctor strange easter egg in spider-man yeah a long time ago pretty big uh, uh uh john what are you most looking forward to in
1: 2022 i think i think the um if it's not any of the ser- the series don't really grab my attention until i see more of them uh not that i'm not excited for them it's just kind of the way yeah you know, the way it is right now. Um, I'm really excited to see Thor, Love and Thunder. And I'm, I'm always, you know, down for a Taika Waititi flick. I mean, yeah. But the, it's Taika, also
0: that elusive fourth Marvel movie. That's the thing, too. Like, you know, like, yeah, oh. yeah. So,
1: like, Thor is going to be the first character that gets a, a four, you know, because everybody else trilogy. has a, a trilogy. You know, the uh, the big, the original ones only have three, except for Hulk. Uh The original ones uh have only three movies. You know, Captain yeah. America, Iron Man, they all had three Three movies that were closed-off trilogies. Uh, Thor's getting a fourth movie, yeah. So that's pretty cool, and also that it's uh, it's Taika Waititi again from um, from Ragnarok.
0: It's almost like he started a new kind of Thor.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's basically reinvented. It is a new Thor, and I think uh, you know people. It's it's a it's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's also in this Thor. case too. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, you get you get the mighty Thor, and you get um, you know, a Valkyrie being you know uh, another role in for Valkyrie in this one too. Um. I don't know. It it just seems like it's gonna be a good time. Like I think um, Taika really knows how to make a very crowd pleasing movie. Um, It's always not without you know. He always makes um, he always puts a lot of heart and emotion into his movies. So like you know you know it's gonna be a great flick. So I can't wait for that one. Um, You know that's probably my most anticipated Marvel project next year. My
0: my most anticipated for next year is probably a series uh, because there's only one other movie to talk about, which is. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which I do want to see,
2: but keep getting delayed.
0: Keep getting delayed, and there's yes. issues there, the, so the, uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm worried. But um, uh, it's probably Moon Knight. As Oscar Isaac's joining the MCU. Everyone's coming on board, baby. Yeah, at one point it's just all of Hollywood. <laughs> I gonna know, be in this, this but it it seems universe. like a, I mean, and and how often do we say this? But it seems a little different from the other Marvel stuff.
1: Um, it's kind of like a Batman.
0: In yeah, the MCU. it <laughs> it's it's, cool. it seems kind of more uh, 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 adventurous. I, w- I would say, in terms of the way it's being portrayed or how they're filming it, it's aesthetically looking a little bit different. Um, we'll have to see uh, what it actually turns out to be like. Right, um, yeah. It's it's really seasoned directors and writers who have done a lot of series, including like Umbrella Academy and stuff. So um, I think the yeah, I'm really excited to see that. I don't know when it's coming out, but I you know I, I love Oscar Isaacs and he's a fantastic actor, so we'll have to see what he does in the MCU. Yeah,
1: legal drama too with uh, She Hulk. Yeah. An actual like legal drama, which Tatiana is Tatiana cool.
0: Maslany, and then of course, like there's some Secret Invasion. I think is going to be huge whenever that comes out. That yeah, whenever be a that giant isn't. Yeah, think awesome. Miss Marvel. Um, yeah, a, a bunch of stuff. But hey, we let's go around the horn and give our final plugs, and then of course, let us know what you're looking, what your favorite stuff was from last year, and what you're looking forward to next year, because we'll be here right in your ears along the way. But you John, mean, this year, this year, this is oh, the boy. new. That's true. Mm, Last
1: year, um, yes. (laughs) John, what do you have to plug? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to plug Revenge of the Sequel. I think Revenge of the Sequel is just finishing up. By the time you listen to this, I think our, maybe our final episode, maybe final, I think we might have one more in the can, possibly, I'm not sure, but I'll just go ahead and actually end it with the, I think with Matrix Resurrections, which is, will be possibly our, either our final episode or second to last episode. Um, Go ahead and check that out. It was a good season that started at Halloween um great episodes great movies that we talked about some not so great obviously but um that's a good time and then uh, stay on the lookout for our bond cast which is a uh, also will be a revenge of the sequel but that'll be starting pretty soon and it's
0: not about james bond it's about bondage
1: it is like, yeah, S&M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and james bond at the same time it's because you know james Bond's a kinky motherfucker oh, God. so like uh yeah stay on the lookout for that that's gonna be cool we talk all 25 films and um that'll be yeah that'll be pretty awesome other than that you know get vaxxed and please wear a mask and stay safe because things are looking pretty crazy from the time of this recording Yeah. yeah
0: it's crazy that we are we started the year with covid and we're ending it
1: it's like we're hitting a fever pitch at this point pretty much the same
2: uh anyways andrew what do you have to plug um whatever john said for sure okay okay awesome that's it Okay, no, just kidding. Uh, Countdown Strikes Back, um, Dirt Sheet Radio, uh, check it out uh, over there. Um, there's a Director Showdown also. Brendan Adam, not all in that theaters. goodness, not in theaters with Lex. Uh, all the boys do uh, some pretty good job. Uh, some, oh, they're okay. <laughs> uh, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, T B H, they all get on my nerves. <laughs> just kidding, okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, um, yeah, go check out their stuff, especially if you like the professional wrestling world. If you like uh, hypotheticals in uh, theaters, the what if, if you will, of the Delphine, yeah. uh Delphin Pod Network, and then um, if you're a film connoisseur like Adam and Brent, um, go um, check that stuff out. They they put directors against each other in, in film. They just finished Michael Bay versus Snyder. Uh, Zack Snyder, so it's like, oh shit. Um the dawn of justice. It's a matter like, wins. Uh, that one. Or, or justice is great, if you will. Okay. Uh get vaxxed. Nice. Uh <laughs> go
0: to patreon.com slash self get exclusive stuff like shows like this. I think we are on there talking about our top five most anticipated movies of the year. But thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.